Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Inside Leverage, your gateway to the fascinating realm of the Miami Dolphins. Join us as we delve deep into the team's dynamic Super Bowl journey. We invite you to share your most scorching takes, unwind, and relish in our captivating Just make sure when you predict the team to win, you pick us. That's all yeah. you got. <laughs> I, and it I like better that. be the truth. And it better be the truth. Be 23 the years, well, 23 I, years. My prediction is, I'm saving it, but the prediction I'm going to give you was the one that I had going into it. It's not changing because of what Josh said or vice versa. It, oh. it okay, good. Good. All right. all right, man. So let's start. What do you, what do you, did you, have you been out to practice? I did. I was out there Monday, uh, I was out there Monday, yesterday. We had a crew there, and today we had a crew. Today was at Panthers, though. Today I went over to Panthers for a little bit pregame uh, okay. to talk about them a little bit. Yeah. But, look, the feeling, at, the feeling at practice, and I'm sure Josh talked about it because I saw him out there earlier this week, was these guys understand that they let a big opportunity slip by. And I asked Christian Wilkins about it, and he said straight up, you know, we didn't have our 24-hour rule this week. We had like a 12-hour rule. Normally they have 24 hours to forget about a game, whether it's a win or a loss, 24 hours, enjoy it, or, you know, feel the pain and move on. Well, this week, because of a short week and being a night game Sunday night, it was 12 hours. They were ready Monday to start focusing on KC. They know what happened, guys. They know they let a golden opportunity slip away. They know they had the division at hand and they didn't get it. And they know that it's hard to win on the road in the playoffs and, the, and their goal of a Super Bowl to get there is going to have to go through the road for the most part. So I think the feeling is they've moved on. They're focused. They got into the tournament. They got into what they wanted to do, their goal of being in the playoffs. And now they got to find a way to make the most of it because Mike McDaniel said it. He's like, nothing that we've done in the regular season matters right now. And I know it's a cliche, but it's true. That's it. It's in the past. You got to look forward. And looking forward is exactly what we want to do. But now the narrative is the cold weather. 
Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, what are your thoughts overall in the perspective? It's going to be negative, what, 13 yeah. wind chills I mean, or something like that? Somewhere in the teens. I mean, it got so bad that today we brought on our weather person. I did a story on the dolphins with the cold, and, and my boss was like, hey, bring on our meteorologist to go talk about it because it is that bad. I think it reaches a point. I'm sure Josh talked about it. You guys have talked about it, read about it. We've seen it on social media. We've heard the players say it. Cold is cold for everybody. You know, and there is an advantage, just like if teams come here in the dead of September and it's 89, 92 degrees with high humidity and the sweat, there's an advantage. There's an advantage for teams that are used to practicing in cold weather to play in cold weather if a team, especially if you're not used to it, is coming in. But we have reached the point now where there is no advantage to anyone. When it is zero degrees and it is, like you said, in the teens and the wind chill, trust me, the Chiefs are not going, man, I can't wait. This is awesome. This is exactly the weather we wanted. No. They would rather take 25, 30 degrees, which is stuff they're used to practicing and playing in, and having that, that to me is an advantage. But once you get to this point, it's not an advantage. It's, it hinders both teams. It can impact both teams. I think the bigger story, too, I heard Zach Sealer talk about it, is that you know precipitation would be an issue. Snow would be an issue. Sleet would be an issue. None of that, as last check, is in the forecast. It's just going to be really cold. Uh, Jeff Wilson said cold as hell. I mean, it's going to be cold as hell and they're all going to be cold as hell. But I think when you don't have the snow and the elements and worried about botch snaps and, you know, uh, holding on to the football, I think at that point, both teams are going to suffer through the cold and just have to deal with it. The sentiment around this game with this kind of weather is it's going to be kind of ground and pound. Do you expect for them to pass the ball at all in this game or, or, or do you expect it to be pretty much an old school slug it out type of game? That's what kind of what Josh is alluding to. What are, you, what are you thinking on that? You know, I think you would say, you would think common sense, right, of just football. Okay, you run the football. That's what you need to do, play defense, keep the game close on the road. And that, quite frankly, could be the formula if it works. I mean, if they go about running the ball, if Raheem plays and, you know, hopefully he is back and he runs well. And obviously, A-Chan's been just so good. Uh, we saw him the other night. He was phenomenal. Every time he touched the ball, he just unfortunately only touched it 10 times. I think if you run the ball, sure, that's a great formula. But, guys, if we learned anything in two years of Mike McDaniel is Mike McDaniel does not veer often from his plan of throwing the football. They are going to try to throw the football with Tua. They're going to try to get that passing game going, the quick reads to Tyreek, hopefully Jalen Waddles back, whoever it may be. They are not going to veer from who they are just because it's cold. Again, I think if it was snowing, if that was an issue, maybe – but I don't think McDaniel, at least early. Now, if they have success running the football and they can build a lead and play good defense and contain Mahomes a bit, control the clock, something they were unable to do against the Bills is control the clock. I think if you could do that against KC, then sure, maybe the second half is more ground than pound. But I don't think Mike McDaniel is just going to say we're not going to throw the football because it's cold. That's just not his M.O. Hey, hey well, I'm, I'm going to go a little different with this one. In my mind... I think of the moments when the Dolphin players were on the sideline of the Heat games as they made that run to the finals. Snuck into the finals, the Miami Heat. The Florida Panthers snuck into the playoffs. Game seven on the road to beat Boston to keep going. I feel like these are those moments they were courtside for. These are those moments where you got to channel everything that's great in you at this higher level of competition. So when you were seeing the Heat on the road and on a game three, on their home court, having the fan go on the road and yeah, the, the team might have not been on the road, but just being around that championship mm -hmm. atmosphere, 
I feel like these are why the guys, Jalen Ramsey, Xavier Howard, and yeah, Xavier Howard isn't playing, but the team in general, the Wilkins, the Sealer, this is why y'all was a part of those moments as those other teams were making that run. Because this is the moment we make our run. What do you think about that? Well, I think, you know, a name you also mentioned is Mike McDaniel. Like, Daniel was courtside, and he was waving flags, you know, towels around and excitement. And he he firsthand saw, you know, the the difficulty of those games and those moments and the belief that the Heat had. Up to your point, I think it's been part of his lesson to the team this year is, like, to deal with adversity. There is a hill you have to climb to get to this point, right? But you don't get there until you get there. You can't cut corners on the hill. You have to grind your way to get to the top. Last year it was losing Tua before the playoffs and losing in Buffalo. This year was down the stretch, fading, and then having to go on the road again. At some point, guys, they got to climb that hill. And I think McDaniel, you mentioned those heat experiences and seeing it firsthand. I think that though there are lessons to be learned, and the lesson is this. Until you do it, you don't do it. You can't talk about things you haven't done. You have to experience it. And sometimes in those experiences, because negative things, but you have to grow and build off of that. I think the Dolphins truly believe they can go into Kansas City and win. I did not sense this week it was a team that mailed it in. I did not sense this week it's a team that thought, oh, man, we blew it. Our best football is behind us. I really genuinely think they feel this is an opportunity to show everyone that they're ready to take a step forward. I think big picture for us, right, to discuss is that the missed opportunity was a road to the Super Bowl that had a path through home, right? Like win the division, have at least two games at home, have an opportunity to go on the road for an AC title game. That's gone. It's in the past. But they could change the narrative with a win on the road, and they know what's on the line. All right. Hey, Will, thank, for, thank you for your time once again, man. Quick question. I know you, could, you could, took an easy answer, Jalen Ramsey and all these cool mm-hmm. names, but I need I, your X factor. You've seen the guys in practice. Who ha- who's bringing the vibe? Who's who has the guys running? Who has who's making sure hey, you line up over here, you line up over there, and let's go get this W. You know what I'm saying? Like who who's your guy? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question because it's so hard to sense in the minutes that we get of practice, but I will say in the time we get in the locker room and the attitude, there is a positive nature to this team. Raheem is is a guy that hasn't played in a couple of weeks, but there is a real nature in him of of bringing guys together. I would love to see him back because I think that that energy that he brings is contagious when he plays more so than when he does it. You know, you see it on the field. When he gets up after an eight-yard run and he runs over a linebacker, the passion they go around, they miss that. They kind of miss that the last couple of weeks, that energy that you get. I mentioned Christian Wilkins. Wilkins was straight up with his guys. You're like, he's a guy that he's not always considered like a leader type, but when he makes a play the way he did the other day against Josh Allen, he strips the football and sacks him at the same time. These are the guys that have to make those plays. So because it's the type of game I think we expect it to be, if the Dolphins could run the football, if Raheem can be healthy enough to play and they run the football effectively, I think his energy is contagious. Everybody's going to say, you know, all right, Tua. We've seen enough of Tua now in his career. Tua is a great quarterback. He's, and when he is going and he's cooking, he's as good as anybody. But leadership-wise, he's not an in-your-face rah-rah guy. He's just he's going through and he's making his plays, making his reads, moving the offense, working it. But you need that energy, and I think – a guy like Raheem, if he can play, man, if he can go out there and get 12, 15 carries, hammer away five, six yards of carry, get those tough runs that he gets in between the tackles, burst one now and then along with A-Chan, I think that energy is the type of stuff that can really spark the Dolphins. Go ahead, Junior. No, I was pointing to you. I, could, uh, I, I know you were going to say something. Go ahead. No, no, no. What I was, I was just going to say that I, I'm, I'm curious to see – 
you know, or get your perspective, Will. I, uh, something that we talked about with with uh, Josh is that I I expect them to like we've talked about here already. I expect them to run the ball and I really attack that 19th ranked defense in Kansas City because the weather conditions are not going to be. You know, I know that Mike wants to throw the ball and he wants all that, but it's it's not going to be something where we're going to see a 50 yard, 60 yard pass to Tyreek or or Waddle if he ends up playing. Uh, Josh was just telling us that he he personally doesn't think. I don't think so either. Yeah, he didn't look good in practice. The little we saw in practice this weekend, I watched some of the video tonight that our photographer shot. He was not moving well. Um, I don't think he's going to play. Could he tough it out? You know, that game day, game time decision, the energy's going, he plays, sure. But even if he does, I don't think we're going to see the Jalen Waddle we're used to. Mm. Yeah. So then let me – Go ahead, go ahead. I apologize. So then let me ask you, based on what you've seen in practice, who are the receivers you felt got uh, are showing a little motivation to prove that they can be they can step up and be the guy to to replace Waddle and, and be an impact of some sort in your mind? And that's the problem. There is no replacing Jalen Waddle, you know. And 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 you know you could sit there, you could say Cedric Wilson can make a play for you. And he's made a couple this year. You know, he he had he's had some moments this year. Where he's made a play. He had the early touchdown against Baltimore before things got out of hand. Uh, Braxton is a guy that they try to use in the slot now. And then they went to a couple times last week, but it didn't really, he got one first down, but then it was that third and one or 32 where he only got a yard. I think when you really look at their, their ability there, it was just a you know, chase Claypool. They ran out there the other, the other day and they're in the worst of times. And there was the interception right at the end of the game. There is no replacing Jalen Waddle. It, and I hate to say it because we know it, it's going to come down a lot to what Tyree can do, man. And he is banged up. He is not a hundred percent. He is toughing it through and then forget the mental side of everything, you know, he talked today about the fire. Uh, he hasn't even been back home. The fire in his home. Like sometimes we forget these guys are human because they have hundred million dollar contracts and and you know are superstars and all this stuff. The guy's house, part of it burned down. He's not even home since then. It's over two million dollars in damages. And a lot of he talked today about a lot of like mementos and things that he worked hard on through the years are gone. I'm sorry, man. That's tough on your on your head mentally to get ready for a football games. So it's a lot to say like it's on Tyree Kill, but it really you rode those guys here, right? Who are the guys we've talked about so far? Tua, Tyreek, Raheem, Achan. That's really the window of offense you need. And another thing we have to remember, too, guys, KC offensively hasn't been that good this year. They haven't been the juggernaut they've been in the past. It's not like the old days of maybe the last three or four or five years of, of Patrick Mahomes where you're going in weather or no weather and you need 30 points. I think you can win with 20, 21 points in this game. If you if you play the game right now, if the Chiefs go out and have a, a you know flashback like old times and put up 30 points, I don't think the Dolphins are going to win this game. I just don't think they're capable right now of having that kind of offense given all the injuries. Yeah, I know that, that there's a lot to be made of Tyreek's return to Kansas City, and it's like a big story and all that. But like for me, going into this football game, I really don't care about any of that. Like yeah. Tyreek should allow the team to do their part in making that dream of getting that revenge happen and allow Mostert and A-Chan and these guys to get going. And because he's not going to be able to do it by himself right now, especially in this weather, the conditions aren't, aren't there to, for, for his dream scenario to happen. You know what I mean? So like, let's just get this win by any means necessary. And if it's got to be ugly, I don't care if he has 15 yards and, and two to three catches, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? If, if Well, we hope that it's more right, but yeah. however we can get it done, let's get it done. And I think, a great way to do that is to get a Chan going because he wasn't available the last time the way he's been running in Mostert's absence. I think there's going to be some opportunities for them together combined to collectively, you know, 
control the clock and and make key down key first downs and and key plays and and to get these guys in a position where maybe they can pull the upset on the road. So I mean, what are you thinking that Miami's game plan should be offensively? Just trying to you know get it done. Are you are you in agreement with they? We should just need to kind of ground and pound it. Yes, I do think that that should be part of the plan. But I will say this, guys, I, and 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 we've seen it every game Tariq has played. He has to make one big play. And unfortunately, the last few weeks, those big plays have been big drops. And he's, but even injured, even with blanketed coverage, he's open. He gets opportunities to make a big play. There will be a play in this game, even though we don't think there will be. There will be an opportunity at some point in this game where Tyreek can bust a 50 or 60 yard play. That's just the way he's built. That's how good he is. He's got to make it though. When he gets that opportunity, he's got to make that one game changing play. It's not fair to say, hey, go out there and make it two, three, four times. I mean, it's just, you know, there's too much coverage, too much attention on him. And especially with no waddle, if there's no waddle, too much attention directed at Tyreek. But guys, there's going to be an opportunity. We've seen it week in and week out. We even saw it last week when he wasn't 100% and he didn't play his best. We saw it against Baltimore, the early touchdown that really kind of changed the game that would have put the Dolphins up, you know, by a touchdown early. Uh, Those are plays he has to make. So your game plan, I think, is certainly part of the equation. But I don't think there's any game plan where the Dolphins can win this game where Tyreek doesn't make at least one big play. It's going to have to be there. Well, let me ask you this really quick, uh, Will. Seeing, let, and I hate to use this analogy, but seeing as though the last kind of play you've seen of Jalen Waddle was kind of in that uh, national championship kind of being used as a decoy to mm-hmm. help keep that offense moving, is that something we possibly can see even if he's not able to give it a full slate running those routes and getting the ball. Yeah. Could we see him out there maybe as just a decoy, you know, as a number on the field to keep some eyes away from or keep yeah. the defense honest? If he's loose and he can warm up, you know, and I I do think, look, given that he was listed as questionable and they don't practice tomorrow, they travel, and then Saturday's obviously the game. It's not a Sunday game. Uh, that extra day would have helped. That would have been nice. But I, I do think that they'll, they'll see how he feels, you know, and I think they've done that throughout. But I will say this, you know, to your point with Josh, I didn't hear what Josh said, but saying that he didn't look good or he didn't think he'd play. That has been the feeling all week at practice. And I think any report you've seen, again, we don't watch every second of practice. We can't be there for every second of practice. But you can tell if a guy's moving well or not, even in 10, 15, 20 minutes. And he hasn't been moving well. So if he's loosened up and somehow in that cold, he can move and cut, then yeah, I think you give it, you give it a go. Because what are you saving him for at this point? Last week, it was different. You knew you had a playoff thing coming up, regardless of result. This week, we know that if they lose, it's over. So if they feel medically he can't make it worse, you know, serious to the point of a surgery or things like that, which, you know, there's no indication. This is a sprain. This is an issue that we know with high ankles are tricky. Uh, so I would agree with you. But I just don't know the way he's been moving and the way he, his inability to cut. I don't really know what good he does you out there because the team will see right through it. The Chiefs will see that he's not himself. Uh, well, uh, Vic. Big manager, he said he, he took a sabbatical last year. He he said he, had, he took a long time to watch the NFL, learn the game. He even consulted the equal, but that was the offensive view or whatnot. Nobody has a clear in, indication of what he did there. Mm-hmm. He did say he came up with new concepts, and all of us are waiting for Jalen Ramsey to tap that out and, and explore that. That Does he have anything for the, to the Chiefs that he hasn't done all, all year? Because the game plan we have for the Chiefs, it worked perfectly. To me, it was the, uh, the blunder at the end. With the fumble, yeah. but it was a great, it was a great game plan. I mean, look, the Chiefs aren't the Chiefs that we're know. Of. We talked about it earlier. It's different in prepping for this Chiefs team. Mahomes 
had one of his worst seasons. He still had an excellent season, but when you look at statistically what he was able to do, I mean, he threw a lot of interceptions, made a lot of mistakes, tried to force things. I think the biggest issue for them, and I've been waiting for it for a month plus now, and I know everybody talks about the Taylor Swift stuff, and it's funny, but I don't know what's going on with Travis Kelsey. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's Taylor Swift. It's obviously not that, but Travis Kelsey has not been the Travis Kelsey we're used to. I mean, he's the kind of guy that would go out there and get 10 catches for 130 yards and two touchdowns. Even if you knew the ball was coming his way, they haven't had that connection. I don't know if it's coming. I don't know if it's ready. I don't know if that's what we'll see. I do think when you're Vic Fangio, though, and you are attacking this team, given the lack of weapons, because you know, Arias Tony's been so up and down, more down than up, you know, Ross is questionable as well. They are, they're dealing with issues. They don't have a guy that's just like, okay, Rasheed Rice, I like what he's become. I like what he's, he's grown as a young player throughout the year. But even so, it starts with Kelsey. You have to blanket him. You, you can't give him room to get open in the middle of the field because if you can do that and get Mahomes running around with pressure, when he starts going crazy running around the pocket, in the old days he'd make those places. There's guys running free. Those guys aren't running free anymore. So you gotta you got to get to Mahomes and force him into those mistakes, and I think that the, that will be there. The wild card, the X factor guys that maybe we haven't discussed yet is Isaiah Pacheco. That guy runs like a beast, man. He's tiny. But, man, he can run. And in a game where we talk about the ground and pound of the Dolphins, this is a guy that, as small as he is, can can bruise you and can hit you and can run 15, 18 carries and break one and really wear you down to allow those chances for Kelsey. So it starts with there. Blanket Kelsey and stop Pacheco, and I like the Dolphins' chances. I've got to think that's where Fangio's looking. And, and not only that, Pacheco is really good as a uh, pass catcher, too. Yeah. I think they had a I, – I forgot the game that he – the Bengals game, he was very effective as a pass catcher. So mm-hmm. that's something and, – and Duke Riley is a guy that more than likely might be someone he faces. So yeah. those are the type of situations that, you know, we need to make sure we're, we're on our P's and Q's. Um, so I, I, I don't know if we're able to uh, ask this now. What in your mind is going to take for the Dolphins to win, and what in your mind is going to what is going to take for the uh, uh, the Chiefs to win, and what is your prediction? For me, from a Dolphins perspective, it's this: Tua cannot turn the ball over. It's consecutive games with multiple turnovers. We've seen it already in this kind of game that I expect it to be close, regardless. That teams are going to play close to the vest because of the weather and do all this kind of stuff. You cannot have a game where Tua turns the ball over. You just can't. Uh, I think if they do that, they give themselves a better chance. As I mentioned earlier, Tyreek has to make at least one big play. He has to have a big play somewhere in the game. I don't think they can win the game without him making a game-changing play. Does that mean it has to be a 70-yard touchdown? No. But at least has to be a play where it's deep down the field, make a play, get them in range to score. And, and then finally, they have to contain Mahomes. they got to force the mistakes. They can't let him run around with his legs. One thing Mahomes is very capable of is beating you with his legs, extending drives. We saw it with Josh Allen last week. They cannot do that. And I think that the Chiefs are going to look to do that. It's going to be part of their, their plan is get Mahomes moving. Don't let him be a sitting duck back there. Give him time to find somebody open. And then, yes, run with Pacheco. Guys, I'm going to give you my prediction. And, again, this has nothing to do with what Josh said. This is what I really feel. I, don't, I, think, I think this is the year that the Chiefs finally show that they're human. I think – I don't think a full body of work of a season of them being so inconsistent and not really having impressive wins is a fluke. I think it is a trend. And I think the Dolphins, if they do those things, like Tua comes out and he's throwing picks and they're fumbling the ball over the place and they fall behind and that crowd and that cold is over. But if they play their kind of game, I think the Dolphins win 20-17. to 17. I think they could win a close game. 
That's what I think is going to happen. Look, again, we could be texting each other and chatting Monday. What a mess. They had turned the ball over the first two times and they lost, you know, 27 to 7, and that's the season. But I, I think the formula is there and the setup is there to win. Hey, ese, hey como dicen los cubanos, ese es mi primo. Ese es yeah, mi primo. Yeah. Yes. That's the energy we need. Yeah. 23 years. 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 23 Yes. Okay, wait, there, so wait, there, wait, hold on, hold on. There hold you on, go, Will. There you go, Will. French, give me a second, French. French. Hold on. One second. Hold on, one second. So, if the Dolphins lose this playoff game, mm -hmm. would you consider this season to be a failure? Yeah, I would. I would and, because... And, and I, why? And why, obviously. And because last year was the step forward, and then last year, it's not even an excuse. You can blame the fact that Tua got hurt and the uncertainty with Tua going to the playoffs but they built something. They showed that McDaniel's offense could work and that two was kind of the perfect quarterback for it. This year, everything was clicking, man. They had, they were talking one seed up until a month ago. Everything was going the direction of winning the AFCs and then the falter late, but they're still in position to win a game and, and, and improve upon last year after 11 wins this year to get one win in the playoffs. If they don't, then it's just straight. It's, it's, it's lateral. There's not, there's not improvement. And in, and in the NFL, When things change so fast and with salary cap, and we know they're going to be up against the cap depending on the decision they make on Tua long-term, which I do think he's their quarterback and the president in the future. But eventually, you know, this offseason, if they lose, right, and it's over, and do you play out Tua on his fifth-year option? Do you go out and you give him a contract? Are you going to have some sort of an issue with a holdout before the season? What about other guys that are free agents? You know, Christian Wilkins is likely going to walk. What are you going to do with guys like that, the veterans like X and things like that? I mean, there are a lot of questions – This team is built for now. So if they don't win a playoff game, it's disappointing, and it's definitely uh, not a successful season based on what they thought was going to happen. Fair enough. French, you got? You want to add your, your soliloquy here? 15,000 questions. You got it, know, French. You good? This guy, is, this guy yeah. has it. Okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> I will. Listen, man, I know it's late. I see the fan back there. I want to appreciate from all of us. Thank you so much for spending no, time man, with us my, tonight. My pleasure. Know, my man. pleasure, guys. I'm hoping that we can talk down the road this season, not in the offseason, that, uh, that uh, we'll have a reason to talk in a couple weeks. We'll yes, sir. Brand new playoff win. Let's, Let's go. Let's go. All right, guys. Before Enjoy you it. Go. Oh, my yeah. God. No, tell me. What's up? Oh the show goes on, baby. We're not going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's the energy they need. That's the energy Let's they need. Will. Let's I go. Like Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, 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 Have a good night, man. Hey, my pleasure. Let's go.